Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Meg. Hello, Giselle. We are finally recording this week's episode, and this is because of me. Oh, please. I was the delay. It's fine. It's fine. Was... Things happen and we're <laughs> flexible. And it actually, I think it worked out probably for the better in a lot of ways. Because I think a lot of our our screams this week developed in the past two days. Yeah, things have definitely been unfolding quickly over the last couple of days. I mean, lots to scream about, lots to say. The the world is in shambles, but, you know, as we always say, celebrities will always give us something to talk oh, about. Oh, truly. Truly. Never, never not doing the most. Never not. Never not with the chaos. It's so chaotic. I can't even keep up. No, the world is extremely yep. chaotic. Like, that is the, like, I know we use that word way too much, but, like, there's no other way to describe 2020, what's going on right now, everything, celebrities chaotic and it just continues to get worse and worse and worse um but you know there are some bright (laughs) spots sometimes right there are i think our first scream this week of course not i mean it's like kind of movies but it's once again netflix netflix um, which is which is uh, my scream about Netflix is quite happy, I feel. Yeah, and, and mine is too. You know, Netflix is Netflix, and Netflix is the cause of a lot of, you know, not so great things sometimes. But right. also, I think Netflix has, like, been my best friend recently, you know? Oh, it's yeah. It's been a saving grace in the pandemic. I spent a lot of time with Netflix during my seven-and-a-half-day binge of New Girl – yeah, truly, you watched New Girl so quickly. So fast. <laughs> it's just like, whenever I was awake and not doing something else, I was watching New Girl. Yes, 100%. But but yeah, we thought we'd give you a little Netflix roundup of what we've been watching, what we've been into. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, I can start. So I remember a couple of weeks ago, If well, if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, um, I told you guys that a lot of like really great shows from the 90s, early 2000s, were appearing on Netflix of the black entertainment variety. So I remember when I told you guys this, I was watching Moesha, um, the game went on Netflix, but the thing that I was the most excited about, I think the internet was the most excited about, was Girlfriends! Girlfriends is officially on Netflix. If you don't know what Girlfriends is, it's basically like Sex in the City, but in California and for black women, and it's great. Um, and it was actually maybe around the same time as Sex in the City, but it stars Tracy Ellis Ross. She's like the most famous person of like mainstream fame from that show. Um, and three other women who, sorry, are not as famous as Tracy Ellis Ross, but they're all great. Apologies um, for your lack of... Um, apologies, no. fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they're definitely, I feel like obviously they're definitely more famous in like the, the black community, but Tracy Ellis Ross is just like famous in general. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had actually, so like earlier this year, I decided maybe last year I decided that I wanted to watch Girlfriends. So I inherited a DVD player, LOL. So I ended up buying the first season of Girlfriends on, on DVD 
and I watched it, and then I just, like, never got around to getting the rest of the seasons. So when I saw that it was coming on Netflix, I was, like, extremely excited because I was going to finish it. So over the course of, what, the two weeks that it's been on Netflix, I've gotten to season four. There's six seasons, so I'm, like, wanting to go slow because I just, like, ugh, I want to, like, soak it all Savor in and watch it. it. But, I mean, I think the same, like, I know that, the conversation about sex in the city was very much like it didn't age well. And like, I love girlfriends and like, I love four black women, like living their lives and like making money and like going through the motions and like, they're really funny, but like there are definitely points in like all these shows that have not aged well, like the constant chalk about people's weight. Yeah. And like, if you're like a curvier or bigger human, then you're like less attractive or the fact that truly every plot point in this show is about getting a man, losing a man, getting married. I'm like, I already feel alone, girlfriends. Yeah, like, don't please, remind me that I'm single as fuck. Me. Thank you so um, much. But, like, it's it's just, I'm thinking about what the, like, alternative to, would be to a show now. And, like, definitely I think it's, like, insecure. That's, yeah. like, what we have. But, like, in terms of a show that got that mainstream, like, I don't even know if we have any more shows like that right now. Um but I definitely recommend watching Girlfriends, even though some parts haven't aged well. Um, it's a great show. Tracy Ellis Ross is equally as funny. I mean, she's only gotten funnier, but she was really funny back then. Um, it's a great show. That's great. I'm so glad that you've been having fun with it. I really want to watch it because P's been watching it, too. So I've been seeing him like yeah. post about it, too. So so I'm definitely going to start it soon. Um, I just have an episode and a half left of Pose to go before I'm finished. Uh, so again, yes. Netflix, thank you for having Pose on your platform. But just just to go back to something you said, do you remember when the best thing in the world was a port like a portable DVD player? Like, did yes. you have one? Oh. I used to bring it on long car rides and like planes and everything. And I like had my little DVD case and I was obsessed yes. with it. And oh my gosh, what a throwback when you said DVD player. I was like Oh, my God. Like, I remember every time I, yeah, I used, like, a long car ride or, like, a flight. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, like, beg my parents to get me, like, a new DVD or, like, two new DVDs that I could watch on my on my ride. And, like, I had one and, like, and my dad had one. And, like, we'd be on the flight and we'd both be, like, watching our respective movies. Like, oh, nostalgic. I mean, like, I own truly every season of Friends on DVD in individual box sets. Like all oh ten, God. they're huge. They take up so much space. Meanwhile, when it once it ended, they came out with just like a full box set in in <laughs> the size of one of them. Of um, course, but but yeah, I mean, even like even not to bring up New Girl again, but even New Girl, I was truly floored. And this show only get, went off air like four or five years ago. Yeah, um, not even. And some of the stuff I was like, ooh, like this would not fly right now. Like no, that, you could all. not say that. So it's just. You know, it's crazy how much of, like, an acknowledgement of, like, toxicity in culture has come about in shows recently. And when there are those kind of taboo issues um, discussed, it's it's more of, like, you know, an allegory or something like that. It's, it's very much, um, you know, to point out the hypocrisy and everything. So it's really interesting. Oh, my God. 100%. And I think, too, I always – we say this. It's, like, we in this moment think that we're so – progressive but like of course like 20 years from now like they're gonna look back and be like 
I can't believe you guys did or said yeah. that. Like, I, I feel like it's interesting to watch, like, Tracy, because, like, obviously she's, like, freedom fighter. She's so progressive. She's, like, all bodies are beautiful. Wear your natural mm-hmm. hair, whatever. She's, like, very much in that realm now. But, like, she was on, like, the main person on Girlfriends and definitely half the time was, like, talking about only getting married and, like, which is funny because she's, like, known in the industry for, like, being single right. forever. And she, like, talks about mm-hmm. it. She's, like... Obviously, I'm, like, in my career and in my bag, but, like, yeah, like, it'd be nice to, you know, be married, but also, like, I'm, like, living my life. So, it's just, it's funny to watch her, to, like, go back and, like, see where she kind of, like, started off. And obviously, she's, like, nepotism, but I actually think she's talented. (laughs) Honestly, so many nepotism babies, like, truly just in the news this week, too. But did you see, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a blind item this week about the, that this idea or maybe this like rumor that Tracy Ellis Ross has hooked up with Harry Styles. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, I mean like I kind of fully love and believe. Same, that, like- same because like, you know, Harry Styles is, is so into older women and you yes. know, Harry Styles would so appreciate the, the beauty that is like all of Tracy Ellis Ross in terms of like her personality, like her, you know, just everything she is. I don't know if it's true, but um, they're definitely, apparently there was like a, they were on a talk show together and they were like very like, you know, flirty, 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 flirty or something. Um, But I would kind of love if that that. was true, if they were just each other's like hookup buddies. That would be really fun. I'm obsessed with that. But yes, I have been watching Girlfriends. Def recommend to everyone. 20 minute episodes. Do it. Yeah, obsessed. Okay, and I've been watching movies on Netflix. Shocking no one. Um... <laughs> two <laughs> movies which have been released recently. Number one is kind of a kids movie, but not really because it was it was very I, I appreciate We stand kids movies. No, it was very appreciative of and I was reading about this today actually about how it didn't like shy away f- this is Enola Holmes, by the way, starring Millie Bobby mm. Brown, <laughs> who I'm very much like oh. not into necessarily. But I love the whole like Sherlock Holmes lore. Like I love the Robert Downey Jr. Jude Law movies. I love the Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Martin Freeman TV show. So I'm very into that, you know, that whole world. I read this, like, book series. (laughs) I told you about this, Giselle, that is, like, kind of a YA series. But it was about, like, like if Sherlock Holmes were real and had descendants, then, like, what would they be like? So that was cool. Um, But basically, Enola... I kind of love that, though. Me, too. I love, love... It's basically fanfic about about fiction. So, like... But, um... The Enola Holmes is based on a book series, a white, uh, like a, I don't even know if it's a children's book series or not. It came out like 15 years ago um, about like Sherlock Holmes's younger sister and Millie Bobby mm-hmm. Brown plays, plays Enola Holmes. And actually she's very good. Like she's very, very good in it. She kind of bothers me, but do you watch Stranger Things? Yes, I do watch Stranger Things. Was she good in that? She's very good in Stranger Things. I just find okay. her whole like outside of Stranger Things persona, like very, um, irritating sometimes I don't know I don't want to say it she's 16 yeah. let's let her grow into herself but like um but it also and stars let Drake stay away from her yes <laughs> it stars um it stars Sam Claflin as her older brother mm. oldest brother and then Henry Cavill plays Sherlock Holmes and let me tell you he is looking fucking good He's hot. He's really, really hot. And I truly was like, he had this little curl dangling in front of his forehead. And I was like, this is why I'm watching this movie. 
Um, it also stars Helena Bonham Carter as their mom. And it's kind of like oh. a mystery, like, adventure, you know, and, and she gets like... Of- is she still with Tim Burton? No. She's not, no, right? No, no, no. They got, they like split up and they were never married officially. Oh. I don't believe. So they just kind of like split up very amicably. I think she has like kind of a hot young boyfriend now, which I'm like, go girl. Oh, I like, love that for like, her. Like love this journey for her. Also, Meg, at the end of this movie Netflix segment, I have a surprise to tell you. Oh my so God. Like- <laughs> okay. I'm really excited. <laughs> okay. So let me fly through this. I mean, Anola Holmes is very good. Of course they had to, it was very feminist, you know, like I kind of loved that. Oh, I love that. But then of that. course they had to throw in a little love interest for her, but it was cute. So like definitely if you're looking for something lighthearted to watch, it's very good. Um, the other thing was something that literally dropped today on Netflix that I have already watched because I like literally didn't sleep last night because... Right, because craziness. Last night was the bait, the bait, and it was a shit show, as we as we say. But like, I can't the world even. Is I'm exhausted. Um, but I literally woke up so early and watched the Boys in the Band, which <gasps> oh, is yeah! out on Netflix now, which I saw when it was on Broadway. Um, the original Broadway cast in the film. Um, well, this is like a remake of a play from like the 70s, the 60s. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. So, um, so yes, but the the cast of the revival that was out like two years ago produced by ryan mm-hmm. murphy your your dude um directed oh, by he's doing a lot yeah i saw him did i ever tell you i saw him when i went to see the play he was in the audience what? that night yeah chelsea chelsea shout out chelsea she and i went and we literally walked in and ryan murphy was standing there and we were fully like oh my god it's ryan murphy <laughs> like what the fuck um i love that yeah but it's directed by joe mantello who was in hollywood he was the guy who Holland Taylor like wanted to like get with, but he was secretly oh gay. Oh my god, I like yeah, him. Yeah, and he's like a very prolific like Broadway director. Um, and it also so it stars it's like a huge ensemble cast. It stars Andrew Rannells, um, Tuck Watkins, Jim Parsons, Matt Bomer, uh, Zachary oh, yes, Quinto, yes, yes. Charlie Carver, who's one of the twins from Teen Wolf. I just love that. Oh, tidbit. wow. Um, and then a few other uh, other Broadway actors, um, lesser known, but uh, really, really good. Very good. I mean, I loved the play and the film was very, very good. Very tough. I mean, like very like hard, kind of hard to watch at points, but um, it's a really, really interesting story. And yeah. there's a whole also featurette about the original um, the original production because it came like Ooh. it was like. I think it was coming out right around the time of like Stonewall. Like it was really like a, you know, oh wow, heightened uh, tensions around this this play and was was kind of controversial in its time, but is definitely like have has like a powerful legacy. So definitely check out both of those movies. Very different. <laughs> yes, I need to watch them yes. both. Um, okay, what do you what do you have to tell me? I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> Guess what I watched on the plane? What? Jumanji! <laughs> Wasn't it good? Girl, of course, like, I liked the first Jumanji, but, like, this movie was great. Ah! I loved it. Yes, Jumanji High! I cried. Stand the fuck up. I cried. I, it's so good. Literally, like, I'm sorry, spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen Jumanji and plans to watch it. I'm going to spoil it yeah. for you in this just moment. The Milo scene when he's like, doesn't go back with that. Oh my God. I was crying. I was literally crying. Truly. It's. 
Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. He was in it for longer than you, I think, I thought he was, because you were like, he was in it for five minutes, to which I actually thought he was in it for five minutes. I mean, he kind of was in it for five yeah. minutes, but. But he truly I, showed up for like two days of work. Like, you know, he did, he wasn't there the whole time. Like, he was very much like in the same outfit. And, but yeah, so yeah. we love Nick Jonas getting his check for that movie. I'm like obsessed as much as I love, like, love it for The Rock. Love it for Kevin. I love Jack Black Carter's in that was, movie. Love it for Jack Black. Like, love Jack Black in those movies. I'm obsessed with Karen Gillan getting, her. getting her due in these movies because she deserves. Um, okay, like, literally, this is something Since that I... Doctor Who, she deserves. Literally, I was just, Giselle, I was just on Facebook before, and this, this clip of Doctor Who came up. Don't ask me why. Somebody shared it. And it was from when, um, the, from her last episode. And I truly just like was watching a two minute clip and I was crying. Obsessed with her. It's too much. Amy, um, Amy Pond. Amy Pond, queen. Um, truly, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast yet, but I'm obsessed <laughs> with the Jumanji movies. And this means so much to me that you watched it. And everybody should watch the new Jumanji movies. Um, they're amazing. They're iconic. They're well, will so we get a funny. third? What? Yes, I think will so. Will we get a third? I mean, it made the first one made like almost a billion dollars, and the second one made like a good amount of money. So I think we're getting a third. Did you watch the post credit scene? No. Oh my god! <laughs> when they're like at the diner, the cafe, and and basically they're gonna do it backwards, like the original Jumanji, where the animals get out of the game. <gasps> Yes! It's going to be oh, so good. Man, I, love it. <laughs> I love it. So that means that it's going to be like the kids acting, right? Yeah, the but I movie, feel like not- they'll let the characters out as the characters. You know what I mean? Like The Rock and and Jack Black will all oh, be I playing. Love that. Oh, my God. Ca- like, yes! I know. It's going to be so good. I really, I mean, I'm, I hope I'm not spreading fake news. I don't think it's been official, but I feel like it's going to get a, a third one. Yay. I mean, I love that. The movie was great. I That is very much up my alley. Yes. Oh, um, my gosh. Literally me. of Me, like, on the fucking plane, like, crying about Jumanji. People next to me, like, <laughs> looking <laughs> at me like I was crazy. <laughs> is this girl well? <laughs> but I loved it. <laughs> Unwell. I Yay. also watched Charlie's Angels, the new one, and it was terrible. I know. I watched that at the beginning of quarantine, and it was truly, um... Honestly, it was kind Naomi of entertaining. Scott deserves more. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was entertaining, but, like... Sorry, everyone. I'm about to spoil Charlie's Angels I mean. as well. But, like, Bosley, like... Oh, I know. The way they tried to Photoshop him with the old angels and then, like, him being the guy from X-Men and then also <laughs> him being evil in the end. I was like, what's I'm going on? I'm just dying at you calling Sir Patrick Stewart the guy from X-Men. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's so funny because that's, like, basically the only thing I've ever seen him in also. <laughs> But I mean, it it flopped. It was truly a flop, and we hate that because it was directed by Elizabeth Banks, like female led cast. Oh, no, we love but, Elizabeth Banks. But yeah, I mean, truly agree with you. Naomi Scott deserves better. I feel like Kristen Stewart deserves better too, to be honest. I she was honestly I terrible in that film. Actually, she was like kind of one of the best parts. But um, <laughs> but that's but what, like that's saying yes, something. Yes, I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, So that was our segment about Netflix and also the movies I watched on the plane to LA. (laughs) Obsessed with that. Obsessed with it. Thank you for that recap. Okay, we can move on. My niche choices. To our number four Scream segment, which we're calling Trash Men. (laughs) 
every week. Every week. They don't fail to disappoint us. Hello, Trashman. Never, ever, ever. Um, who do you want to start with? Can we just get JK and... Oh, my Lord. Yes, let's get these. I just out of the way. So <laughs> we haven't really updated on this in a while. There's been, like, a few small things pop up I've... about jk rowling and her, her being a turf and her being a horrible person now and she's a horrible and all person. that stuff um but recently the first thing was that like i read her crime books that uh she wrote under the pseudonym and i actually kind of liked some of them they're really dark and gritty and whatever um obviously i'm not going to be reading the new one because i'm not going to be supporting her anymore Absolutely but not. um Apparently, she has, like, a, in in the n- novel, in the new one that just came out, she has a serial killer that is a man who dresses up in women's clothing. So mm-hmm. people are, ba- were, like, all up in arms, like, are you kidding me? Like, this is your villain in your, in your book, like, and you're trying to say that you're not villainizing. It's, it's just, she's, she's wrong and she's bad. Um, but basically, I remember when we were talking about it back in the summer, when all of the Harry Potter actors were coming out and saying, you know, we stand with the trans community, trans women are women, that's that, and basically standing up to her, not standing up to her, but just saying, you know, we don't agree, we don't with, agree with her. And Eddie literally making it decently almost okay for us to still like Harry Potter. Yes, even yes, it's the trash. only way like, that I'm still hope. holding on to it because I mean, still all the Harry Potter actors are great, but. This this probably this kind of goes all along with the way this franchise has been going. I don't know if you've seen the Fantastic Beasts movies, the two that have come out. I I have not, but I do know that before even all this, like we, I mean, J.K. Rowling's kind of always been shit, yeah. but before she was like actually unearthed as shit, I remember that when all this stuff was happening with Don, Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. she continued to have him in her film. Yes, as a survivor of reportedly survivor of domestic abuse herself so people were you know not happy about that um the second one was very bad not good we which we hate because zoe kravitz is in it and is probably supposed to be in the next few like i think she died in it spoiler alert but i think it's like she's coming back to life probably um but anyway, Eddie Redmayne basically came out this week uh, and said that he like condemns the uh, vitriol that's been aimed at J.K. Rowling on social media, and basically, wait, what? Yeah, he basically said like, stop bullying her, um, Eddie. Also, this is so fucking ironic because literally, he literally, as a straight man, played a trans woman in a movie. Right? Yes, I watched the um that documentary that Laverne Cox had created what's it called um, on Netflix yes or or something. Um, I forget what it's called but um but they, they talked about, about him Eddie. in it yeah 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 um yeah he but basically he had said back when in the summer he was like I have trans friends and like trans women are women and this is wrong and like blah 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 but now he's like completely turning around because guess what he's back to work on Fantastic Beasts 3 I can't imagine, but like truly, my thing is, imagine risking your life to make one of, another one of those movies. It's really, I, really sad. Um, it's called Disclosure, I mean, it's just, the the documentary. I forgot. Yeah, so I watched you, it too. You. Um, it's excellent. Everybody should watch it. But they basically it's, said about how 
what were they talking about with him? It's like when trans or when when straight men play, you know, like trans women, that's like trans women. And then when win awards and it's just basically like once again, it's acting as though it's like not portraying these women as like women. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many trans actresses who are just women yes. who are trans, yes. who are can play these roles and should play these roles. But you're continuously giving them to men. And like it's like it's not fetishizing is not the right word, but it's like it's just like not giving trans women the opportunities that they deserve. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. It's continuously putting this role forth that like that it's a man playing a woman when in reality trans women are just women. <laughs> basically, just say it. I mean, it basically, but they also said in the documentary that there's a link between violence against trans women in real life and cis men playing trans women in in culture and in, you know, 100%. movies and TV shows. So, like, this is truly him just being a trash man. <laughs> Which makes I mean, me sad like, because I liked, I did like him. Like he was, he seems like a nice guy, whatever, but he truly like keeps putting his goddamn foot in his mouth about this shit. Why are you going to all of a sudden come back and be like, you know, this is not what we, how we should respond to it. But it's, she doesn't listen to anything else at this point. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not, like, it's just, it's so funny. It's like the the audacity of him to say these words and to feel so comfortable just being like, we shouldn't condemn JK Rowling for what she's saying. Like you have no idea. Like we have no idea what it's like to be a trans woman, like in the world trying to live and get work and just, just live Mm -hmm. honestly. And for you to even have the audacity to say, it's like the whole thing we always talk about other people forgiving people for things like Eddie Redmayne, like no one asked you to forgive jk yes. rowling like it is not your place to forgive jk exactly. rowling um it is not my place to forgive jk rowling it is not anyone's place to forgive jk rowling well i mean it's like trans women's place to forgive jk rowling but i highly doubt they're forgiving her because she doesn't deserve the forgiveness and it's just disgusting and like continuously continuously i hate to see um men just like belittle the experience of of these women you know what I mean it's just so upsetting it's so upsetting yeah because I remember I remember when when in the summer his statement was actually pretty good like of when what he said like disagreeing with her respect for transgender people remains a cultural imperative and over the years I have been trying to constantly educate myself this is an ongoing process as someone who has worked with both JK Rowling and members of the trans community I wanted to make it absolutely clear where I stand I disagree but now it's like he's saying um what is he saying? Yeah. Well, he's saying, apparently he said that the way transgender people are treated online is equally disgusting to the way people are treating JK Rowling. Let's not equate that, buddy. I, let's not equate that. Let's not even put those words in, in the universe. Yeah. Let's never. <sighs> let's take it back. I mean, there's just no, there's nothing else to say here other than like, he's wrong and it's very bad and goodbye. Like shut down production yeah. on fantastic beasts. Let's be done. Come on. It's it's too cursed. It's let's... too cursed. There's supposed to be three more. It's too much. It's absolutely too much. And like, let's like, let's as a society, just like stop giving money to trash people. Like, I don't really understand. It's like, if people are doing awful things and we all agree that they're terrible people, like let's, Stop giving money to it. You do not need another Fantastic Beast movie. Literally, universe, I mean, world. you're you're kind you of wasting your time. Uh, 
you know, on these movies when you could be doing other things. Yeah, it's like let's let's invest our, our time, energy and money and in, into, you know, things that benefit the world, things that, you know, benefit these under like these marginalized communities. Like, let's not. Mm-hmm. Let's not. OK. One trash man out yes. of the way. In the trash, thrown in the trash. Truly in the trash. The second trash man we wanted to talk about. Um, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have words. I don't know what words I have for this. It's 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 just I mean, it's the constant it's the constant saga that I I and you have both screamed about, like not a happy scream, like legitimately screamed about on this podcast for many, many episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have to hear see listen to another thing about Tory Lanez I'm going to yell I know I'm giving attention and time to speaking about it on this podcast right now but that is to say fuck this man you know what I I I think I showed you this or I reposted it um that hype beast is like gave one post with like a picture of Megan the Stallion and basically was like I'm no like we as a community and like as a publication are no longer going to ever post about Tory Lanez no way really yeah let me try to find I it mean, but like basically that's cancellation th- yeah fucking finally I mean basically for everyone that if you're a new listener if you don't know what's going on you sh- I'm, I'd be shocked but I will reiterate and yeah. quick quickly a month or two ago, basically Tory Lanez shot Megan the Stallion in the foot mm-hmm. is like really what happened. And they got into some sort of like argument, altercation, um, and he shot her, which not, point blank should be the end of the story. This man should be, you know, brought to justice. Like what should be happening about this? But, you know, instead of Tory Lanez being brought to justice, um, he came out with a new album, a new single, some new music um, to be promoted off of the, you know, controversy that's going on with Megan and it's just really disgusting to constantly go on Twitter and to see all these men and all these people um literally try to act like Megan's lying to act like she you know should have could have done something different I mean like I I, once again I'm absolutely baffled that we continuously let abusers walk and roam the world as nothing has happened like it's really confuses me I do not get it um it actually upsets me um, and I, that's really what I have to say about it. I'm trying to find this, uh, post. I hope they didn't delete it. I'd be very sad. Um, but yeah, it's just Tory Lanez can go the fuck away. No one should, like, if you're listening to his music, like, I already feel this way about Chris Brown. I'm going to say it once again. Like, sorry. Like I, we no, we don't stand. We don't support. Absolutely. And not. like, if you're fully listening to Tory Lanez's music in 2020, in October of 2020, like, don't talk to me. <laughs> if I... If I know anybody that will be, I will be disappointed in myself, <laughs> to be honest. Like, quite literally, don't speak yeah. to me. Like, I... It's just oh. insane. It's insane. It's... Okay, so apparently Hypebeast posts a thousand pictures a day. Um, <laughs> me, like, trying to find this, and they post so many photos. Um, but whatever, yeah. So basically, they posted something, and they were like, we're not ever going to post about Tory Lanez again, like because this situation is terrible and like if we continue to perpetuate like speaking about him then like we're just like feeding into like his whole narrative of like trying to make money off of like Megan's um like pain and suffering pain thank you yes it's ridiculous ah! 
can you believe? Like, I, I just really, I really never want to talk about either of these men again, to be honest. Agreed. So let's agree to let's that on this podcast. Blacklisted. We, Tori Lynn's and Eddie Redmayne are both blacklisted. And this is both of us in this moment saying, fuck these men. Um, believe women. Protect trans lives. Point blank. That's it. Period. The iconacity of that. Period. The iconacity of us. Yeah, if you took anything from this podcast today, it's believe women and fucking protect trans lives. That's all I we have to say on that. Number three. Number three. Number three takes a little bit of a lighthearted turn again, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, number three is some news that came out yesterday. Again, about a movie. But I think it's more about our interest in the people involved. Um, basically, yesterday yeah. it was announced that Barry Jenkins... Which a we, king which, uh, moon- amongst men. Yes. A king amongst men. Truly one of the best men living, probably. Um, of Moonlight and if Beale Street could talk fame. Yes. A director and Oscar winner and Lulu Wong's boyfriend. <laughs> and yes! just um, a wonderful person is set to direct a Lion King follow-up movie. Now, there was a lot of confusion on the internet about this yesterday. Basically, the first thing it said was that he's directing a Lion King sequel. Um, to which, you know, I enjoyed the Lion King too, Zimba's Pride. Yeah, I th- I lo- I mean, I am a sucker for a sequel, so I liked the Lion King too. But also, like, yeah, I a liked lot the Lion of King the too. a lot of the responses around that were that a lot of people seem to have. Um, Weird crushes on uh, Kovu, the the new lion oh, yeah. <laughs> in that movie. Um, the world is weird. And I was seeing a lot of people being like, Barry Jenkins will make Kovu hot. And I'm like, oh, let's not do that. But also, you do you. You know what? You do you. Everybody's entitled. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a bit different when it's like, I mean, is it? But <laughs> it's it's like a little bit different when it's like a cartoon, I guess. Yes, but like, totally. But like when they're like live action, like let's not introduce <laughs> yeah but a lot a, bit, a lot of it's a the, bit what was that one movie about the fish it's a bit like that I don't know oh the shape of water shape of water it's a bit shape of water for the me the thing about the shape going. of water is that it's a weird movie that wasn't that was pretty good that one best picture that probably shouldn't yeah. have won best picture but it made it to that three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri didn't win Best Picture. So in my heart, I am, like, fine with that <laughs> because also I like Guillermo del Toro and yeah, that's fine. Um, but a lot of people were upset about this news because last year Disney released the live-action Lion King. Um, and it was the second biggest grossing movie of 2019 worldwide it made 1.6 billion dollars ladies and gentlemen um and it was not good (laughs) it was was upsetting it was really not a great movie i actually reviewed it and went home that night and watched the cartoon right after the original animated film and it was just so much better um but so a lot of people were upset because it just was another, you know, auteur director basically, you know, doing it for the bag, basically, um, yeah. because nobody went to see if Beale Street could talk. And that's what happens 
when you don't support good art, okay? That's what happens when you don't see Brian Tyree Henry movies, okay? Exactly. Um, and I just, I'm, ugh, I, yeah, I, when, when Vera, Vera sent us this. Yeah, yeah, Vera sent it because I had not heard it yet and I was like, yeah, what are you Vera talking this, about? First of all, I was like, this is not real. And then I was like, okay, this is out of left field. And like, totally agree with you, Meg. It's like, obviously Barry Jenkins is about to get an extremely, extremely nice coin from this film to which I'm like, yes, get in your bag. But like, also I'm like, I'm just, can we like cancel Disney doing these new remakes? Did you see that Yara Shahidi was cast as Tinkerbell? I did see that. I also saw that amidst the news of this yesterday, I mean, Barry tweeted it himself and confirmed it. So it is happening. Yeah. Um, it was also announced that Disney is laying off 28,000 employees because of COVID. Yeah, it's just like no one, like, no one, like, needs it. Like, I'm also getting, like, a bit tired of, like, I don't, I, I have this, like, conflicting opinion about these movies that they're trying to, like, that are, were made around in, like, white stories and with white people and then, like, remaking them with, like, black people. I'm like, it's I get I get what they're trying to do but I'm also kind of like why can't we just like make new stories like and just like have a black person be the lead of it because they just like are the lead of it like I feel as though these these castings are I know intentional but I'm like getting a bit over like Halle Bailey or as like the little mermaid and then like Yara Shahidi like as this like white you know what I mean yeah no totally it's it's making the role about race not about their talent and like whatever Yara Shahidi is great talented in some things but um you know I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on this because I get what people are saying about being not being necessarily excited about this here's my thing I will see anything that Barry Jenkins does I will literally go out of my house for Barry Jenkins all the time you know what I mean he's so amazing you know if Beale Street Could Talk was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life Moonlight, yeah, obviously. Moonlight I'm so excited for his adaptation of the Underground Railroad. I know it's going to be amazing. Um, and I also know that he's probably doing this to make his coin, like we said. And then he's going to use that money to invest in some personal projects. So right. if he can do that, that's great. But it is just, you know, it's it's a bit depressing in the sense that they he has to do that in order to get other projects made and seen. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. It's basically, it's it's not actually going to be a remake of The Lion King 2, though. It basically came out later in the day. Um, the Hollywood Reporter reported that the film would be a prequel about Mufasa during his formative years. But then Deadline reported that it would be a sequel centering on both Mufasa's origins and the events after the first film, similar to The Godfather Part 2. Um, can I have a controversial opinion? Yeah. Maybe it's not controversial, but I hate prequels. <laughs> I'm I not really it. into prequels either. That's why I'm not excited for fucking Black Widow. I mean, I am, but like, I'm not. I'm not excited. Cause it, yeah. Number one, because Carl Johansson's annoying, but number two, it's a prequel and I hate prequels. Um, and I just truly don't care. I, I do care because it's Barry Jenkins, but like, I literally have lived 25 years without knowing Scar's backstory and I like don't care to know it now or Mufasa's backstory like I just don't care genuinely and that's so Um, annoying yeah I mean it it is just it's it's a bit it's a bit silly it's a bit silly silly. Um, I do think Barry will do will do something special 
You know yes. what I mean? So we will we will watch and we will come out of the film and be like, wow, this is the best ever. But like in my in my soul right now, I'm literally like, I just don't care about a prequel. I care about Barry Jenkins and what he the art he creates, and I care about him making lots of money. But I just don't care about this. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, it was no. kind of funny. Um, there's a there's something on Twitter that Barry like retweeted and was like, "Oh, Lulu just sent this to me and well played," um, and said, "Not a sequel, not a remake, all love." Um, but it's basically the trailer for Moonlight, the audio from the trailer for Moonlight set to clips from the Lion King, the live action Lion King from last year. <laughs> and the, somebody tweeted and was like, this is what I think Barry Jenkins Lion King is going to look like. And it's actually quite funny. Uh, we'll retweet it on our Twitter account so that you guys can see it. Um, and then also Lulu, who Lulu Wong, if people don't know who she is, she directed The Farewell. She's a very, very good director um, and is Barry's girlfriend. Lulu's boyfriend. We love that. Jenkins. We love this directing power couple. Obsessed with them. Um, but they recently got this, like, I think he's a golden doodle. Um, and his name is Chauncey Wong Jenkins. And I follow him on Instagram because he's so <laughs> cute. And also, I love them. Um, but she basically posted a video of her lifting Chauncey up, like, to set to the circle of life. Obsessed. <laughs> Which was funny. Um, anyway, yes, <laughs> this was such a curveball yesterday. So weird, but just silly things, silly things. This isn't going to be out for a couple years anyway. So we got some time. I hope that Barry is able to focus on some other stuff in the meantime as well. Um, because I know I'm, I'm a bit like Disney, what are you doing? I don't, I mean, I, what's going on? I mean, yeah, I saw some people say they'd rather see him direct a superhero movie. Uh, yeah, 100%. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This, this X-Men is about to be whenever that comes. I'm like, can you have done that? I know. I know. There's so much. There's going to be so much to talk about when we do a Marvel episode because there's so much exciting stuff in the works and so many possibilities. Um, and I do hope that they continue to do what it looks like they're doing with this next phase, which is, you know, Hiring female directors. Yes. Hiring directors of color. You know, giving reins to people to, like, create their own vision, you know, inside oh, the yeah. parameters, obviously, of what Kevin Feige wants. But, uh, <laughs> oh, well. but yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously, we're not seeing this anytime soon. But uh, good luck, Barry. Make it good. good. Luck, Make Barry. it nice. We'll be <laughs> we here for you your silliness. Oh, also, hire Brian Tyree Henry to be yes. in the movie. <laughs> that will be – that will make Meg's day. Please. Please, please. Okay. Oh, God. Number two is... So, number two, I feel like we 100% need to talk about, but I, I'm, like, prefacing it before we talk about it. I'm, like, treading lightly. Yeah. It's 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 definitely some dark shit. <laughs> it's dark shit, and I also just want to, like, I want to preface this once again with, like, we... The world does not understand this situation, does not know what happened. Um, But, like, from the beginning of the situation that we're about to speak about, it has been extremely sketchy to me. And um, once again, I want to preface this for both of us with, like, rest in peace, Naya Rivera. Yes. Um, No matter what the actual situation at hand is like that situation is never not going to be extremely heartbreaking and extremely sad. Mm -hmm. Um, and also another preface that I want to give is like, 
I hope that her son is in the best care possible that he could be yeah. in. Like, that is also important. But, like, we must address the elephant in the room that happened this week, which is the thing that came out that Naya Rivera's ex-husband, who was, who was the baby's father, mm-hmm. and Naya Rivera's sister have moved in together to, like, take care of the show. Yes. And, like, the, the, the like, not nosy and or, like, you know, pop culture human in me is, like, whatever, like, this is, this is, like, what they just want to take care of the kid and, like, they both, like, want to make sure that, like, this kid has the best life possible. Um, but some things are just, like, weirdly not adding up. Number one thing is, like, Naya Rivera and this man were, like, estranged, like, at the time of her death. Like, they were not speaking. They weren't? No, I don't think so because of the, um domestic abuse charges oh yes 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 and maybe they were speaking like the last thing i heard is that they were on like very not good rocky terms like obviously Mm -hmm. i don't know about naya rivera's her time of her life's personal life but like from what i have seen from tabloids and things yeah i mean obviously that was like really dark and i think that was still when they were still married um i do think looking at her and his instagram over the like a couple months ago when this all mm-hmm. happened, I feel like they were like amicable Talking to again? a point okay. for the kid. Um, Which we love. Josie. We like love making sure the kid is. Yeah. But I don't home. think they were like hanging out all the time, you know, like he wasn't, it wasn't like a whole like happy family thing. Um, yeah. This was really, really strange news and I was really confused by it. Um this yeah, came out a couple of days ago, I think over the weekend that they had moved in together. There were photos of them like moving all of his furniture into a moving truck. Then there were photos of them like at the mall or something and they were holding hands. Um, so very strange. Then she decides to post um, on her Instagram story just kind of a addressing it basically saying this is like the darkest time of my life and nobody can understand what we're going through and and I'm not even gonna like you know you know answer this speculation like it's nobody's business all that kind of stuff and and yeah you know what totally that's uh that's fine it is the the visuals kind of tell a different story than than what they're kind of saying because then last night i don't know if you saw this he posted like an 11 minute igtv talking about how um he doesn't read comments because he knows that you know there for every five comment good comments there could be one bad comment and for you know it doesn't really matter and he doesn't really need to hear that but he basically said that uh his son Josie asked for her to move in. He said, "Can she can like TT live with us forever?" Um, and that like nobody can understand what they went through in those days when she was missing and if they were ever gonna find her and and that she's the closest thing he has to a mom now and mm-hmm. and all this kind of like other sad stuff about how he asked where Naya was and. He was like, she's in heaven. He was like, well, I want to go there. And she's like, very sad. Like, very, very sad. Extremely. Um, I feel like, with all respect, truly, I feel like they're going to end up, like, dating. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. 
to which once again, it's just like, so, it, it's so hard to talk about because it's like, you don't want to disrespect anyone or like their situation yeah. or like, you don't want to put light of the fact that they lost, this child lost his mother. Like they all lost a family member that was extremely important to them and also just important to the world and like losing someone's extremely hard. Mm-hmm. But like also like I had, and like, I feel like maybe a lot of people had like a weird gut reaction to like her disappearance and her passing and like what happened around it and the surroundings and like we didn't talk about it then and we won't get into it now just because we want to respect them obviously but Mm -hmm. like um this is just a bit a bit weird a bit the op the holding hands thing the holding hands is the fishy part of it because it's been two months two three months almost three months now you're it's your sister's ex-husband you know what i mean it's like it's your ex-wife's sister it just is like I get it if you're if you're because he talked also talked about it's like it's nice to have someone there you know to just not talk or just like be there for you and talk about things and that's just like you know that's fine be friends be like co-parents be be helping out totally but the whole like holding hands thing is very weird to me and it's the optics it's like what another theme we talk about on this podcast a lot is like how we engage and entertain what celebrities are doing. It's like, obviously they're in the public eye more than most people, but like I have seen many, so like if you, you know, you're probably going to get your picture taken if you're yeah. surrounding something. So like if you don't want your picture taken, if you don't want the world to know that you're holding hands with this woman, like you won't, like you won't do that. Yeah. So, so that's kind of where I'm like, they are not, they, you weren't hiding it and now your people are talking about you and I, it's just, it's, it's a bit sketchy. Like yeah, celebrities, not that I am a celebrity expert, but like if they want to hide something, they 100% can. And oh my will. gosh. We have learned this recently. I mean, it is so easy for celebrities, especially celebrities of their level yeah. to hide things. Billy Lord had a whole baby and nobody Literally, knew Sophie she was Turner. pregnant. Had a whole, nobody almost like had a whole baby. Yeah. But like literally nobody even knew Billy Lord was pregnant. Like fully, you can be private about things. And yeah, I mean, I, they were wearing masks in the photos so maybe they thought they wouldn't be recognized. But I mean, truly, I have learned that you can be recognized without a mask or with a mask on and it's annoying, but like you can be. So be careful. Yeah. <laughs> like who you're, you know, I don't know. It, it is just very, very strange. It's very, it feels very soon to me. Yeah. Um, to be hearing about them, you know, I, you obviously will check in when something like this happens to a celebrity, there's check-ins with family, there's check-ins with friends every once in a while. Um, but this feels very soon, like two and a half months. It's just like, i kind of didn't really expect to hear about them in any way necessarily for a little while longer. Um, listen, that kid is so cute and I just hope that he is taken care of and doing well i'm sure he is um but it's the other thing the one other thing is that like he said his parents are helping him with with josie so it's also like why does she need to move into the house yeah no why does he need to move in with her i don't know like and also them being blindsided by the backlash it's it's just kind of blindsided it, quote unquote yeah it's always that blindsided word isn't it um <laughs> i, I it's it's just to speak about it not in like the terms of Naya Rivera like it's extremely sketchy and I agree it's I agree Meg it's like 
I think, like, obviously her family and their mourning is the most important thing and, like, truly the only important thing. Like, who cares about her fans? But, mm-hmm. um, but also, like, the world is still mourning her as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, it, and it's, it is a bit like, oh, so these headlines are coming out, like, that they're moving in together and, like, that the fact that it's, like, a headline, like, I don't know, it's just a bit in poor taste to me and, like, totally understand that, like, you know, what's best for the kid and, like, he wants the kid, apparently, from the words of the father, like, wants the aunt to live with them or, like, Mm -hmm. whatever, but, like, and that's great and fine. You can do whatever you want, but it's just, it just all... This, I, I, I will stand by in the, in the sidelines and, and continue to see this story unfold because I, yeah. I, tr- I truly don't think we've heard the last of it. No, Sadly. I really don't. Sadly. I really don't. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's a little cringe, but I mean, if you, any of any listeners are, are having thoughts about it, we're, we're all ears were open DM us at the I Am Screaming yeah. Instagram and we can chat more. I mean, obviously, like I said before, like we want to be extremely respectful while still talking about what's going on in pop culture. Um, but we obviously have our own personal thoughts about it. So mm-hmm. um, Def, reach out to us if you want to chat about this yeah, more. Please. All it is all, very, it's, 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 I don't, I kind of don't even really know what to think. I mean, obviously I've said what I think, but I don't even know if that's right. You know, I'm not like solid, I'm not solidified in, in those ideas. Um, it's just, yeah. It's it's this this year this this situation. It's a wow. It's a wow. It's a mess. And I mean, <laughs> moving in to our number one situation, which is like, I've been which wanting is, to, yeah to talk about this with you. For which like, is the days. most m- messy thing maybe ever, and that. Is Miss Demetria Lovato and her ex fiance Max Eldridge, whatever. I didn't even take the time Eric. to learn his name. I think it's like Erich. Because I knew it's... this was all downhill. So yeah. I once really... again, we like to preface things. I do at least. Um, I love Demi Lovato, but being her fan is one of the most tiring and exhausting experiences of my life because <laughs> she takes me and I has. For the whole time I've loved her, which is literally since as the bell rings, like truly I've been a fan forever. Like she has taken me on journey after journey, after up, after down, after stress, after mm-hmm. stress. And like when the this news came out that Demi was engaged to this man, I knew Meg and I, both of us knew this was red flags, red flags, red flags, red flags. Like my... Kubale, who I also talk about in this podcast, is a fan of Demi, and like immediately we text each other and we're like, "I'm I'm stressed, I'm scared, I'm scared." I really, I've said, I said this. I really think I expected it to last a little longer, though. I expected it to last longer than two months. Ari and Pete, literally, like almost exactly two months, because it was the day before my birthday they announced they were engaged. So the twenty third. But, but, but also like the, I'm, I'm, I'm stuttering because like the whole situation is like so chaotic and messy. Like I can't, coming out the, like there, we get the news that they're, they're 
engagement's off. And then Max is like, I didn't know that their, our engagement was off. Like, I saw it from a headline. And then Demi's like, I didn't know he was using me. And all of us are like, we knew that, Demi, but whatever. Yes. And then, like, of course, blindsided. Like, I, Max is blindsided. And then he's, like, going on Instagram and he's in Twitter and he's tweeting all these things. But also, like, three weeks ago, before they ended this, like, it came out that, like, he was obsessed with Selena Gomez back in the day. We he talked literally about called this. A, he literally, like, tweeted that Demi was ugly. Yes! And, like, Demi, like, my queen, my, my, my icon, like, how, how, how did you not think about this? But it's fine. But also then, of course, like, the, the, the chaos of it all. She comes out today with a song about the breakup. And I'm like, it's a great song, but I'm like, Demi, what the fuck? Like, was this all a plot to, like, sell songs again? Or, like, I... I don't even know what to believe anymore. And also I'm stressed because like we all know she suffers from addiction and like I'm stressed. I'm stressed. It is literally the definition of chaos. Um, yeah. I mean, the headlines, all of it. I saw an article that was like, looks like Demi Lovato is leaving that man. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm glad this is good for her. Truly the, she does not need that chaos in her life, but I truly believe, like, I don't know. She, I think she's chaotic enough in herself. Like, she really, truly needs someone who is just so grounded and so not looking to get famous off of her. And that yeah. is exactly what what he was doing. Um, we all this, knew this, that, though. This People article. Thing. All of us knew. We've been new. All of us. Demi, We've literally girl, been new. How? Demi Lovato was, quote, shocked when she discovered Max Eric's intentions weren't genuine, source. It was hard for Demi to admit she made a mistake when it came to Max. I mean, yeah, it's hard to admit that getting engaged after three months of, of quarantining together is a mistake. Like, um, yeah, I mean, she basically did. Uh, um, she I think her people. uh you know, gave the statement saying that they had made the tough decision to call off their engagement and go their separate ways. To focus on their careers, um, right? Yeah. And uh, and he, so then that's when he started posting on his Instagram story, I think like the next night. This was like Saturday, I think, of this, mm-hmm. this weekend. And uh, the first one was, imagine finding out to, also this man's grammar. I truly need him to get a tutor. <laughs> it is so upsetting. It's so sad. Imagine finding out to the status of your relationship through a tabloid while you're, Y-O-U-R, in the middle of, a, of filming a biopic movie about a pastor in a Christian church whose intention of the film is to help people. God bless, dove emoji. <laughs> the dove emoji. This man is obsessed with the dove emoji. God bless, period, dove emoji. Then there was I more. Did- there was more. Good night, smiley face. Please stop trying to thank you next, dot, 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 me. Oh, my God. I saw that one. For I'm just a human being who has to go to work tomorrow a.m. where there are families with kids relying on me. Thanks. God bless. Dove emoji. P.P.S. To this moment, we haven't spoken over the phone. We haven't even officially ended anything to each other. Literally. I'm here in real time with y'all. I love Demetria and just want her to be healthy and safe. X. If you're reading this, I love you always, unconditionally, no matter what. Then he posts a screenshot of him listening to Don't Forget on Spotify. (laughs) Uh, Listen. 
a bop that everybody should show respect to. The caption, I have respected and loved Demetria since I was 15 and my friend Samara, in parentheses, whom recently passed, took me to her concert. Also, when he was, he must have been like, I don't know what was going on with him, but his search bar, you know how like when you search a song in Spotify and then you play it, it comes up at the top, like what you searched for. It's don't dorg. (laughs) Wait, also an hour ago. In the midst of his, like, behind the scenes on his Christian movie, he he posts a notes app <gasps> and says, hashtag cancel culture is over party. Hashtag, like, but it's on the notes app. Like, hashtag cancel culture is over party. Hashtag human beings are behind phone screens. Hashtag anti-bullying. Hashtag love. Hashtag peace. Hashtag God. Hashtag Jesus Christ. Hashtag be kind. Oh, my God. I can't, I, I can't tell if this is saying more about him or Demi. She had to know this man was in. No, was wild. I, I, this is what this is what I was thinking because, you know, I like Demi. Um, this song upsets me. This it's called "Still Have Me" and and like the. The lyrics, I. It's just everything so much. around me shattered. All the highs are now just lows, but it doesn't even matter because I'd rather be alone. All my love disappeared and I'm laying right here where the silence is piercing and it hurts to breathe. I don't have much, but at least I still have me. And there's something about like having herself uh, just having me is like not enough. I'm like, Demi, like, oh, my God, crisis communications. Like somebody needs to get in there. No, I, I know, mean- but I'm also getting a bit like. I don't want to say tired, but like, if it just feels like every time, like, de- like Demi no, just, same. like... No, same. I'm very tired songs. of the drama. It's like, like and- anyone! That song, and then this song, and then, like, the, the um, Give Your Heart a Break, Skyscraper, and then, like, that other... Like, it just continues to be, like, these, these songs, anthems, when bad things happen to her, and I'm, like... It's just so... It's just so chaotic. It's, like, you know, sometimes you talk about, like, chaos follows people, like... I, I and this is coming from all love. Like I, I love Demi Lovato, but like I am just getting exhausted. No, I can't, that, I, I'm exhausted. How exhausted is she? I 100% agree. This is how I was feeling right before too, because like it is just so much drama, and a lot of it. I mean, I don't want to say this because I know she struggled and everything, but the fact that like obviously she's still, you know coming back from having her overdose and and all that stuff and and dealing with her trauma and that's perfectly fine but I also feel like Demi's a Leo isn't she I think so let me check my girl loves attention okay a lot of this feels like a bit of a cry for attention I'm just gonna say it with all respect and love and her past songs have been like I love her but flopping yes it's like we need the hits Demi I mean, let's be real. The Grammys, like, absolutely snubbed her on Tell Me You Love Me, like, an amazing album. Agreed. Incredible, show-stopping. But, yeah, we need some some of those hits back. She is a Leo. She is a Leo. I knew it. I, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it honestly makes me, like, sad just because, like, I do feel like she feel like she feels like she needs to be doing all of these things to, like, be getting attention. And, like, I bet that, like, she's... I, and I'm not trying to use this word, like, lightly, but, like, a bit addicted to the attention that she gets yes. when these t- terrible things happen to her. Because it replaces, um, like, that other high. You know, it, it, it is a lot of, like, 
that's a lot of the problem with like fame and and that kind of thing and that's why a lot of you know we see a lot of this like trend with with addiction and things like that it's it is it's like she's trying to fill that hole was trying to fill that hole with his love and everything and and then it's like he's full of shit so it's like how can she fill it in other ways yeah oh it's just oh it's i I just reflect and it's just so messy like it's so messy and sad it's like even like i think that back to like her and wilmer and like i loved that relationship and obviously it's no longer and like he wilmer's like has a new fiance or some shit um Oh my god! And like, when they got engaged, I like I I just like knew like I knew I knew yeah. I knew I felt it in my soul that he it was not real and like. Ugh, no, it's, it's just, just all the gushiness, all the freaking like. Oh my god, my and it's soulmate. all deleted already. I love like, you it's just so, so much. It's it's uh, literally no. like two two days ago they were posting about they how in love we were. There was a thousand pictures of them on each other's social media, and then they're just all deleted. It's just yeah. like. All of them are deleted. Like, the engagement photos were deleted, like, immediately. It's crazy. This this quote from TMZ, because apparently Demi just released it herself. Like, she didn't go through her team. So I feel like she and her team have a huge disconnect right now. There were a lot of, like, rumors that her team were the ones trying to break her and Max up because they knew he just, like, wasn't good for her. Did you see Scooter's comment on her song? No. Scooter was like... She released it on her Instagram and Twitter, and Scooter was like, now to get this on streaming, heart. Yeah, literally, sources connected to Demi tell us she became so frustrated with Max's recent antics. The most recent, somehow comparing Demi and the breakup to Jeffrey Epstein, that she didn't want to wait to release the song. We're told her team is scrambling to get the single on streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify so that fans can purchase it and streaming numbers can be collected. It's like, Demi, come on, get your coin, girl. These that, other ones. Also, like, he posted sh- Get Back to Demetria is the best female vocalist alive and everyone should know it. She inspires me every day and is an incredible human being. I know it's not her writing these stories. It's a machine. I love her unconditionally. Demetria, I love you always and forever. Give Demetria the Grammy she deserves. Thanks. This go is stream Max. okay. Yeah. Go stream okay not to be okay. The lyrics are incredible. Her voice is impeccable. Keep it at number one forever. It's what Demetria deserves. I love you. Oh yeah, and then it was our chapter one chapter finally closed this AM and now I turn the page. Focused on wellness, love, God, my family, friends, and my art. Good vibes only. Smiley face. <laughs> but also He's yeah, so it's upsetting. like all of that. And like literally Demi Lovato was shocked when she discovered that Max's intentions weren't genuine. Like Girl, I don't believe that. I don't think you're that dumb. It was just so weird. I get that no one actually understands how to deal with quarantine, but like this was so much. True. Like once again, I also would love love, but I'm not. <laughs> I just am not gonna go find some person and get engaged in two months. It's just yeah. insane. It's it's. I mean, I feel like. Scooter, who I don't like. No, we don't. He's a trash man. Um, But he's totally going to try and create this whole thank you next Demi era. 100%. Like the way with after Ari and Pete broke up. And again, that was too soon. And Ariana was pushed to do that. And it wasn't healthy for her. No. So this is why I also didn't like it when I heard that Scooter was her manager now or whatever, like however he's connected to her, because I just don't think that he, you know, I think he cares talks a big game about being so connected to his artists and having this like great relationship with Justin Bieber and, and Ariana. But 
I think he only cares about making money. Obviously, now to get this on streaming, it's like, I mean, yes, get your streams, girl, but also I'm, I don't know. It's, it's very chaotic. It's so chaotic. I just, oh, child, I, this week, this week, everything going on, it's the chaos, the chaos, the chaos, the chaos, the chaos. Obviously, we did not mention uh, in in depth the uh, debate because we all can go on Twitter and see uh, everyone's feelings um, about that debate. Um, vote for yeah. You know, I I don't know it's, what it's, else there is to say about it other than it was a shit show and everybody. Yeah, but also vote. it's like I mean, only thought on that is like if you were in in this moment, still considering who to vote for, that's an issue. <laughs> that's a that's a you issue that's a you issue and you should remedy that and vote for you know who we all know is i mean i'm gonna say it on here fucking biden like let's <laughs> be real i'm not trying to hide the fact that trump is dumb as the love of my life david 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 oh my always God. do that david only that went in a direction where you were you said donald trump and then you went right into love of my life and i was like <laughs> Whoa! Oh do no I no! Know you? As you as the ass? love of my life, David Diggs says, Donald <laughs> Trump is a white supremacist. Full stop. If you vote for him again, you're a white supremacist. So he, he posted get something those... else this morning. I think about of course the he did. debate. Of I didn't course. get a chance to look at it yet, but uh, um, but, but yeah, yeah that's but... what to say about that. Vote for um Biden. Let's get this white supremacist out of the White House. That's that's about it on that. I'm doing an interpretive dance to what you're saying. <laughs> because the world is in shambles. My brain is <laughs> melted. But yes, that is it, everyone. Wrapping oh, it we up. Got, we got some new reviews even after the contest. We did. Was, Thank you so much. That was so really, much. that warmed my heart. And please um, continue to yes. give us the reviews. And the please reviews. continue to review. Um, uh, let us, honestly, like, let us know if you like this Thursday date yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes um and maybe we'll switch it up sometimes and yeah we're, we're working on um getting you guys some fun bonus content some fun Woo. bonus episodes about some specific topics yes. um so maybe we'll put a little um story up with a submission box so that people can submit themes for episodes that they think they might want to see and we'll look at consensus um but we do have some fun ones scheduled, so that'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, I think that's all she wrote for today. That is all she wrote. And in typical I'm screaming fashion and also just in general, love you, Meg. Love you, G.